So far, hundred <laughs> percent. I like them all. Yeah, you're looking clean, yeah, man. Come on, man. What was it? Oh shit. What was, you want? Cheers uh, it out, bro. Yeah, let's cheers it, man. Cheers, bro. A little, little quick one here. Nice to see you. Oh shit. That's the only thing I remember about having it in the front or the side is like we didn't have to go True. around the arm. True. That's life. And I'm as sorry. funny as it may seem, oh shit, there's another one. <laughs> Some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. Okay. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Never let it get you down. Because this good old world keeps spinning around. Around and around. And I cheers to that. Hell yeah, bro. Who's that? Frank Sinatra. Somebody made it before him, but he's the one who redid it. Made it the most famous. Yeah, he redid it. Damn, bro, that's two weeks in a row. You stumped me. And it's a theme song for the movie that I just lent you. Gotcha. This guy called me up today. He's like, Joker. He's like, Yo, you got a DVD player? I had to. Haven't been asked that question since I was like a little girl. So yeah, right. So it just came out on DVD, and I was like, I gotta go get it. And then after I watched it again, I was like, this dude ain't seen it yet. Why don't you just order that bitch on the PlayStation? Nah. I wouldn't have been able to borrow it. Apologies. <laughs> Strike one. We try to maintain a level of professionalism on this podcast. Fuck professionalism. <clears throat> Raw and uncut. Leave that shit in, Peg. Leave it in, Peg. It's a nice ringtone. Reminds me of my... 2003 Nokia. Was it T-Mobile? No. You guys just had a fucking T-Mobile ringtone? Yeah, I jacked that shit. Nice. Yeah, I just got that new note. Yep. Ballin'. Uh, It's just like, I already had my old phone paid paid off, so. My dude's got a 4K camera now on his phone, and I've seen, he has not put it down yet to stop taking selfies. Actually, (laughs) right before I press record, it's the first time. It's a dope phone, though, I've got to say. I'm a, I'm a, uh, Apple. Who drinks a coffee mug like this? Apple man myself. Yeah. I don't know. A psychopath. You ever had a Samsung? Yeah, one time. Before the iPhone? Uh-huh. Yeah. I like the custom customization of the uh, of the Androids better. There's a lot more to it. Like all these iPhones are the same recycled look yeah. and feel year after year. But I like the functionality of Apple better. No, yeah. Once you once you get ingrained in a certain way, it's hard to it's yeah. hard to go back. Because you like what you like. Yeah. You know. And if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. Now, if some new shit comes out and it's like giving Apple something, just somebody just announced something. Oh, like one of Fidel Castro's family members now, one of the younger Castros is starting up some kind of. A phone company that he says he's going to compete with Apple. I'm sure he's got the fucking money to do it. That's crazy, though. I mean, I'm sure he does. Wouldn't you think that the name would taint or could taint, like, any potential? Like, dude, who, who's yeah, going to be? Yeah, let me go out there and buy but a also, Castro phone. He's Is he still alive? 
Fidel, Fidel Castro? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. That's that's. But also, like, you know, it's not like he's, like, some Pablo Escobar type guy. Like, yeah, he was a dictator, but, I mean. Well, I'm just, fun fact, something I heard. No, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I was listening to something about how, uh, you know, how Forbes puts out, like, the richest people in the world, like mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and all that shit. Yeah. And, uh you know those numbers are those numbers are all over the place in business it's really hard to find how much money it is that somebody has Uh um so those are just assets that they have that people know about right um true like there's people richer than them uh like the royal family and stuff just stashed out in the caymans yeah like uh you know the carnegie family how they have you know assets yeah all that um rothschilds so their money isn't on the books like how the richest people in the world are, and neither is you know Bezos and stuff. They're they're not aware of all Everything, of his money, and, right? Uh, where he has all his investments <clears throat> and shit. But it's pretty weird how they come up with those uh, yeah with those numbers. I thought about it before. Like I'll, I'm sure we've all done this, like googling such and such as net worth, such and such as net worth. Yeah, yeah. And it's like where are they actually coming up with these figures from? Dude, if you. I, it was an interview of the like the researchers from Forbes, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and the way they come up with it is like, you know, it's it's a loose algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> got you. Uh, so basically, like we don't actually know what we're doing, or we're getting have, paid crazy money to make these analytics and predictions. Basically, that's the job I need. Yeah, if you guys are out there, Google. If you guys are out there, <laughs> like we got no listeners, right? Um, if anybody Google can hear us, Nurse Bass net worth. Let's see what it says. That's hilarious. Imagine if something actually did result. <laughs> this guy's got like fifteen thousand dollars. He's got a two thousand dollar <laughs> asset in his car. You're right. Fucking on the verge of declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Nurse nah, Bass yeah. is struggling, boy. Nah, good times ahead, man. So my man's unemployed now. Unemployed, bro. As of yesterday. Yesterday, but by the time you guys see this, you boys, you boys gonna be rocking and rolling. Yeah. Um. But how's it feel? <sighs> fucking liberating, bro. Yeah. I uh, I was telling you how I went to the store, uh, the grocery store early, and the lady helping me out with the fresh meat was just like you could tell, just miserable and like hated her job and you know usually i would fucking give her some lip back like she gave me but i was empathetic towards her because i know what it's like to you know be somewhere that you're not happy to go to every single day you'd Uh, actually give the the old woman some lip she wasn't old the deli counter no she wasn't old but if somebody's being a smart she was uh if somebody's being a smart ass to you like you know, you, I'm a really nice guy in conversation, especially, like, small talk, like, very respectful. Sure. Um, you know, I want that same shit back. I guess, uh, I guess I'm like that in every scenario. Like, I'll give respect even before it's earned. Yeah. So I just uh, expect it back, and when it's not given back, like, it's fucking, like, annoying. Yeah, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, but I was able to just, uh, you know move on and be right. it's like you hold so if you were holding the door open for a feeble old lady and she didn't say thank no, you or no. acknowledge anything would you give her a little lip no nah, would nah. you give her a little something one thing i've learned from like people i look up to is uh <clears throat> you know respect your elders 
Mm. And uh, even if they're crazy, which a lot of them are, oh, man. you know, I listen. Shots fired. I listen to what You're they really say. Hurting our our elderly community. The I looked up the analytics on YouTube. I think we I think we do have like a very small population of listeners from like sixty one to seventy. Well, we can kiss that goodbye. Yeah. Son of a. All three of them. Man. <laughs> what are they like tuning in for? Like, bro, stop the shit, man. I'm telling ma- you. Imagine they're trying to do what we've been talking about, like stopping that cycle. Good. You never give up. That, that's, that's exactly dope, right, man. You're never too old, bro. You kidding me? That's pretty dope. Oh, I'm spilling, I'm spilling my drink all on my pants. I had somebody uh, reach out to me and tell me about how, like, uh, how much they respect it is what it is we're trying to do in the sense of like you know stopping the cycle just not being you know it's it's real empowering when you take away that victim card you know because a lot of people yeah it's like now now i've got the control yeah you got to take control back into your own hands because um you know you are a victim but what are you going to do with that you know because the it's in your hands what you're going to do with it Mm -hmm. um How's uh? That's so funny. How's well, what? How our message has been consistent. Like that's some. That's like some same kind of theme that we've talked about. Like back in May. But that's what you know. Individually, these are the visions that we've had mm-hmm. in life. You know, you came up with yours in your own way. I came up with mine in my own way. Right. Um. And you know, just through talking to each other throughout the years, you realize like, oh shit, he's kind of on the same journey that i'm on yeah um and i wonder i really do wonder where that culminated man i don't know that's like the ultimate question i don't know that that's that was why we called it the genesis the I believe, yeah yeah the first episode it's like where's, what's <laughs> the, the genesis tapestry. of all of this bro oh <laughs> uh, yeah um how you been i've been good bro been working been doing my weekend gig which is actually turning out to be pretty dope school getting some experience you know getting back into the uh into that mode that critical critical care mode fuck yeah that's cool setting up the foundation for the future glad you made that switch yeah 100 percent. and everything's like just working out so much better the work-life balance is a lot better i'm home yeah. with the family during the week dude that's that's I, so important i dude. work my 312s that's get not my bad experience at all, bro. and i dip out Fuck yeah. Nah, not bad at all. That's good, bro. And now I'm about to start picking up some extra stuff. Get a little extra experience. Fuck yeah. A little extra cash. We all lost all our monetization just by those like Mm-mm. eight curse words I just threw out there. You know what I was thinking though? I'm thinking like we're starting all these episodes off with the song and then like we're going to get screwed down the road because <laughs> copyright, copyright claiming every, nah, you every could, episode. You could sing it, bro. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I've just been really introspective lately. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's stuff that we've talked about. And, dude, this has been a journey for me for a long time. Uh, and it'll be forever, I Your think. Your whole life. Yeah. Um, but it's getting down to some nitty-gritty shit that, like, you know, you're only aware of what you're aware of. You're not aware of what you're unaware of. And I know that sounds dumb. Shane, 2020. But um, it's some real shit. Like, uh, you know, I've been going through a stressful time uh, 
lately like more specifically because of my mom Mm -hmm. going through her stuff and um you know so these like things are heightened and like unbeknownst to me is like you know i'm starting to kind of revert back to some things that happened when my dad passed away because these these fears are coming back you know and i'm not fully aware of it i feel like i'm okay like living my life i don't feel like over emotional or too stressed out or anything like that but um you know something happened the other day that i noticed was a really weird thing to happen and uh almost like had like a little flashback and it's not a coincidence that it's coming right now you know uh being faced with these things and um you know because in order to survive uh after my dad passed uh by myself and with not a lot of like family around like close family uh and their support um the only way i knew how to protect myself was just to like keep my keep everybody at a distance and just do whatever it is that i had to do in order to survive and be okay right um you know and those things you think are are gone and you work through it and you know in a lot of ways i have but in some ways there's still some stuff there that sleeping under the surface yeah that kind of creeps out and i think uh, anybody who's gone through like traumatic things like you know, it's there. Sure. It's there. And, uh, you know, there's so many people that just live their life. And, you know, when they do have little things like I had, um, you know, it doesn't, they don't recognize it and you could keep going on. It's not, not like anything dramatic happened or anything like that, but you know, it's some unresolved, unresolved issues. Um, and it's just, it's just weird, bro. Like it's really weird. I mean, I don't come back. Yeah, so you know, I don't, I don't mind talking about it too much. We could, like, we're getting deep, I guess. Um, so I came home the other day, and uh, I come into the room, and Montana's sleeping, and you know, she's never usually sleeping when I get home from work, and then I got this like overwhelming feeling of like, oh shit, is she dead? Oh, which yeah. is, which is weird. That's not normal. Uh, and then I go to like, it was almost like I was afraid to touch her. And then I, for some reason I touched like the one part of her body. Like, of course that's going to be stiff. Cause like, she's like leaned over, like I touch her on her thigh right there. And then I like freaked out for a second and, uh, like I like woke her up and then like, of course she woke up and, you know, I told her, I was like, a little anxious at that point and it all comes from you know like i found my dad yeah like i that. mean whenever you said that's not normal i mean it's I, I think that's normal for anybody who's been through what you've been through yeah Somebody to experience something like that naturally yeah but if you know there's been the times surface. you know two years ago three years ago where she's been sleeping and i just go in and yeah. wake her up yeah so it's like why did i True. feel that right then you know, and instead yeah. of just going on throughout my day of like, well, yeah, that was weird, but whatever. Uh, you know, I'm like, why? Why did that come now? Why did I get that overwhelming sense and everything? And, you know, if I think about it, it's because like, you know, there's feelings present in me right now of like fear and all mm. that stuff that happened around that time because I of see. what my mom's going through. Yeah. 
Um, so, um, in ways maybe like, you know, I'm kind of like putting my hand out again, mm -hmm. you know, like in other senses, not even just that night, but like, you know, just, uh, kind of in like that survival mode of, uh, you know, that tunnel vision, right. you know, yep. where like, I feel like I'm aware, like, you know, we've been having some good podcast and shit mm -hmm. like that. Um, but it's just little things like that, that I'm aware of, uh, that could lead to other things like, you know, just simple like arguments, like in your relationship or, you know, over frustration at work and shit like that. Um, and just things are heightened. So during those, when those things are heightened, you have to be like fully aware of yourself mm -hmm. and, you know, the way you're maneuvering, the way you're acting. Yeah. Um, very, very difficult. Dude, it's like, it's a crazy journey, bro. Like it's, it's crazy to do that. Yeah. You know, but, uh, so I caught myself and me and Montana talked about it and I had like a, you know, yesterday I had a moment where I like broke down and shit cause it's still pent up even though I feel like, you know, I made it through, I made it through that. Like, right. you know, I worked it out. I'm okay. I know I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, anything traumatic, bro, like that stuff is there you know, yep. and it comes in waves like throughout life. Like maybe it won't ever come again until 20 years from now. True. But if I don't work towards working through it. Uh, but then that's the big thing. Like, how do you work through that? I mean, I know you can see therapists. Awareness is that first step. Sure. Seeing somebody, seeing a professional yeah, uh, who could help you navigate those thoughts is, is a huge mm. tool um, to be able to do that. And what I think it is, is because I've listened to a lot of people that I look up to who have been in therapy and it, you're never going to fix something. You're never going to be perfect and like be unbothered by something that has been traumatic in your life. Right. But what you can do is be aware of yourself when you're in a heightened state. Mm -hmm. So you don't project those feelings onto things that have nothing to do with it. True. Yeah. That and sense. you know, um, you know, knowing from where you come from and you know, all the stuff that we've ever talked about, like, I'm sure you've been in scenarios like this too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you just lost your parents like not long ago. Right. So I'm sure throughout your life, like, you know, no matter what, that shit was traumatic. Yeah. You know, uh, you're a fucking big, tough guy. So like, I know you're fine. It's not anything like, you know, but uh, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're um, saying. Yeah. So it's like, so during those, the top, but no, yeah. And yeah, and I'm me sure. neither, if you would have asked me last week. Right. Um, but it's like, you know, when these things present yourself and you raise your awareness of like, everybody in the world just starts to project these things onto things that have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that awareness could make you realize like, all right, it's not this, it's not that, like it's this what I'm going through. So now I can make sure not to push these emotions and these things out on situations that have nothing to do with themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's my, that's my everlasting like journey throughout life is to, you know, just try to be okay. And I know that I am okay, but um, you gotta, you gotta try your hardest to, work through those things because they they come out uh on the people that don't deserve it you know mm -hmm. and even in small ways but yeah. uh, it could be in big ways slowly eroding that shore away 
Yeah, so, um, mm-hmm. you know, that felt good. Like, you know, having Montana, having Montana there is so, so, like, big. You know, I've I've been, like, in different relationships and stuff, and there's, I've, it's been hard for me to connect on the deepest possible level with some people who haven't gone through, like, rough stuff. It's yeah. because, like, no matter how good I explain it, like how could you understand? Right, you exactly. Know? Yep. Um, that's why we get along, like mm-hmm. you know, on such a deep level and shit. And me and Montana have that. So the fact that I could be vulnerable uh, in front of her and you know have no shame or anything like that, and you know just we could work through stuff together makes all the difference. It's it's huge, bro. Invaluable. Yeah. Invaluable. Invaluable. No, yeah. So that's what uh, you know. That's just a little like update of you know what happened yesterday and i'm i'm so good like i'm so glad i got that out like it made me feel so much better like you know it made her feel so much mm-hmm. better like uh you know it's it's a good thing bro it's good bro yeah so that's what's up man just trying to navigate through this you're, work, shit. you're working toward enlightenment my friend yeah oh yeah i'm tired bro <laughs> all right guys well um I'll be honest. sorry for the depressing um nah like energy is real you know yeah anyway. yeah definitely but that's cool though i think that's an, an interesting um kind of kind of idea uh energy being almost tangible and being able to rub off on other people um i'm not going to go into details but i was talking to monty before uh you got home uh, and she was me, her, and uh, Ashley were talking. She's talking about a friend of hers, and uh, that I had brought up to you yeah, previously, yeah. and then she brought up something else that's happened. Like I had bad vibes about a particular friend, and uh, just ha- having first met the person, um, and it's just like it's almost something tangible. You can't you can't exactly put a finger on it, but you pick up on on energy off of people. It's and real. Then as something fuck. something has re- recurred now with this same friend, and it's something negative and kind of a, a negative flaw in the character of that person but it's just i don't know i couldn't put a finger on it that's the weirdest thing too is like so you know you you catch these energies and these vibes and then if you were to get down to the basis of all these things you know they're a victim they're a victim of their circumstance they didn't want to be like that you know yeah. they're only like that because the person who raised them you yeah. know and the person cool. who raised them is only like that because of the person who raised them. It's cyclical. So it's like this weird balance of like, you know, there has to be accountability. You can't just give everyone a pass of like, well, you had a rough life, right. you know? Uh, so it's like, are you striving to be a better person despite your circumstance? Because it's a good excuse why you like that. Right. But it's an excuse. Yep. Bro, we're going to change the name of this podcast. It's an excuse. Yeah, I love this shit, bro. I love like being here. Like, you know, years ago, I would have never talked about some shit like that. Uh, yeah. Some the shit that we've been talking about, right. you know, maybe maybe to you by ourselves, but to have the vulnerability to just throw it out there to anybody could pick it up, and right. you know, people will use it against you probably. Maybe. Like, uh, but who cares? Yeah, fuck them. I'll do the eight mile shit where it used to be on TNT and they didn't show the middle finger, so it'd just be like. But Eminem would always throw it up weird with his ring finger kind of out. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird that you noticed. 
but it's weird that I noticed the thing. I too. pick up on it. <laughs> I brought it up to somebody at work, and he remembered that same shit, how they would blur it out so much you couldn't see the finger. And I'm like, it's weird that everybody noticed this thing about M&M's. That's how, that's how poorly done it was. The devil's in the What details. do you call them? Like, is it Eminem? Is it Marshall Mathers? Is it Slim Shady? Slim Shady's gone, right? No, I don't know. I'll call him Marshall. Tonight, Slim Shady's Rockabye Baby. But he came back. He came back with a vengeance. This is dope, man. I'm excited for what 2020 holds. What's, um, what's like, uh, some forms of entertainment that you've been getting into? That I've been getting into? Yeah, like, what, uh... What's your, what's your go-to? I know you play video games. Yeah, but I'm not. Even, I haven't even been doing video games that much. So nothing. I've been working, man. I've been focused. <laughs> fuck yeah. Pretty much, but I haven't had much time. But usually it's video games or movies. I like cinema. What um. That's life. Any specific type of movies? Uh yeah, I like more serious movies like uh. Dramas, shit based on real life. Yeah, just where people. What I really like about it is I like the art of, like the art of it, and almost the. I in my mind, it's more like a com- competitive nature. Like, whenever those dramas, I feel like produce the best kind of acting, the most kind of realism to yeah. see people portray characters and situations, and to see true emotions come out. Like, dude, that looks real as fuck. Like that, you know, that's the kind you of know stuff what? I've been like. It's interesting that you say that. Character you know what studies. I've noticed about myself is like I seek real. I you seek, seek real. I seek like the like vulnerability and realness, like in you know in my everyday life, but also throughout like my entertainment that uh-huh. I that I like to watch. Like um, you know, I don't like fakeness of of something i seek that i seek that in people right i seek it in my entertainment and um you know if i've been like wondering why and i think about uh you know for me and you're probably similar in some ways is like uh growing up in an alcoholic family things are hidden yeah you know things are hidden so your journey as a as a kid is to try to seek the truth of like what's really going to. on. Yeah, yeah, you're always being lied to. Everything's always swept under the rug. I don't think it's a coincidence that me and you seek that in people, in what we listen to. Um, yeah. Because there's, you know, there's a lot of people interested in different stuff like fantasy and, you know, there's a billion mm-hmm. things out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've noticed in myself that that's what I seek more than anything. I hate small talk gotcha. like, between people. Like, I want to know what you're going through. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that's where it comes from is like uh, my whole life. It's like everything was like, well, let's protect them by hiding. Mm. That's a pretty interesting observation. I yeah. Mean, I can certainly see that 100%. Yeah. It was the same way in my household. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think, I just think that's, that's why we seek that is like, uh, cause we never had that. You know, some shit my parents used to do. This used to eat me up. Let's hear it. They would, uh, all the time, all the time they would do it. I'm like eight, nine years old, maybe even younger than that. Aware enough. Maybe, maybe five or six. Always whispering underneath their breath to each other. Always arguing under their breath to each other. Some shit like I, like I'm unaware and like I'm not seeing what's happening 
And that's actually something food for thought for me to think about moving forward. I want you to. Not that me and my, me and Ashley hardly ever argue, which is wonderful. But um, but yeah, and it's like, and everything was always hush hush. And then like that's not even getting into addictions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a that's an interesting observation. So yeah, we're always seeking truth, or at least seeking something genuine. Exactly. Something genuine. Like I've noticed in you know. Like and say few things. I'm sorry. And few things are ahead. are so not genuine that we come across. Yeah. Few few things ever are, and so then it could get to a point where it's like, you maybe would even lack the energy to put forth an effort to maybe. I've been there a lot of times. Yeah. Like, eh, what's the point? Maybe it's that thing that you're talking about. That Heisman. You know what I mean. Um, but I've noticed, like you know, this is just an example. Um. You know, like when you're with your friends, like if you have a group of friends or if you have a group of coworkers where like there's one person who's like, you know, you don't do it in a malicious way, but there's a, they're a little they're a little oblivious to like maybe your assigns to somebody else to do like a little subtle joke on them or whatever. They're not oh. like a hundred percent aware of their surroundings where you could play a joke or something right. like that. I'm the opposite. I could be doing something so focused and like I'm aware that they're doing something behind my back to try to like play a joke or just something friendly or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from like being a kid and knowing that they're whispering about something. I don't gotcha. know what they're whispering gotcha. about. Like, but I know that it's they're just trying training to get over. you to be hyper aware. I, I truly think that's where it comes yeah, from. That's another interesting observation. My man has been very insightful. Haven't you? Well, that's what, that's, that's what I've been, smart. that's what I've been trying to do, man. It's just like question, question yeah. everything. Why, why am I good at certain things? Like, why am I not good at certain things? Why am things? I the damn ping pong champion of 98 and 99? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, um... That Virginia Beach Country Club 98 99 ping pong champion over here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't fucks around, bro. We made, like, three rules before we ever made this podcast of things not to talk about, and that was one of them, and I'm sorry I crossed the line. But the people had to know. You know what? There's some things you try to protect and keep close to your heart. I don't want to intimidate anybody. Nah, you there. know what it really is, is that he likes to go sharking on the weekends. Yeah, like, oh, and, what is this? And he pray, prays on old, feeble ladies hanging around the ping pong uh, <laughs> tables. It's like the the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when uh, Uncle Phil acts like he can't play pool at all. And then the guy's like, all right, $100 a ball. He's like, all right, bring out Lucille. And uh, Jeffrey brings out like his own custom Lucy. pool stick, yeah, like his own <laughs> custom pool stick, and he just like he's hitting all these crazy that's, ass shots. Uncle Phil, yeah, that's so funny. I, I watched Will Smith a lot of those, but lost all that. the like all his money gambling and shit. <laughs> Bring out Lucille. Um, I think that was the name, but um, I hope that's the name because that's a brilliant name. I'm pretty sure that is. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's uh. That's the that's the theme it seems of this podcast is like question question shit man even even the good things like um you know it's this it's this never ending battle of like you know is it worth it you know or, or are you just the way you are and that's how you're going to be like uh there's this comedian Cristalia you know he comes from a really good family most comedians are like damaged you know, but not all of them, but he's somebody who comes from like a good family that always supported him, like gave him, you know, told him he was going to be this great person, supported him and everything that he went through. And he's 
you know, very confident in who he is. And, right. You know, he doesn't have like things of, oh, should I say that? Should I not say that? And uh, he has this quote that's, uh, I think, really important too. He's like, sometimes you just got to shake hands with who you are. Mm. Um, and so I think the, you know, like we talk about with everything is there's this balance of like, yeah, question, you know, your past and why you are the way you are and why you have these certain flaws but you'll never be perfect right you know so sometimes you have to shake hands with who you who you are mm. and you know accept come to terms with it yeah and uh you know accept those things mm-hmm. you know true uh i like that quote yeah me too that's a pretty dope quote dude you're gonna love this movie yeah yeah i'm not gonna harp on it too much but joker is phenomenal man and it's a pure character study. And the reason why I know that you're going to enjoy it so much is it's his entire thing. But I, I sent you that video like months ago whenever yeah. the movie first came out. His whole thing is portraying somebody who has been through childhood trauma. Yeah. And uh, and to just to see the way that he just brilliantly fucking portrays that on screen is foyer. Something special, man. They win, they win in awards out this bitch. You know what else? The two Golden Globes that they won, right? He won it for Best Actor in a Drama. And then... The musician, the composer, won a Golden Globe for the best original score. Like, and so the it's like amazing music in this. Uh, That's movie. dope. Yeah, it's a great combo. Hell yeah, those two things go hand in hand. That ASMR man. But yeah, bro, fucking. Um, so I guess the this or that segment is taking a little hiatus but it'll be back maybe maybe we are ever evolving you got any recommendations or some some shit you want to hear a little back and keep, forth keep that shit to yourself send it in bro no 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 no, 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 no. i know exactly what i'm doing over here okay right right, right? masterfully orchestrating and composing a podcast <laughs> that's gonna hit on every level and note all right, so if you got, you keep keep it to yourself. All right, you listen to any podcast? Keep it to yourself. What about um? Nah, man, I've been working, bro. That's all I've been doing. You never on YouTube? Nah, really? I mean, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like I haven't even put shit out on my own channel. Not in too long, like a week three or weeks. two ago, three weeks. Grace. Yeah, and I'm counting. That's right. Yeah, it's always in the back of my mind. It's like I got a responsibility. Oh yeah. And I'm about to take a whole different direction, man. And I'm actually kind of excited about it. Like, because I have put out so little content over the last couple of years after dealing with the loss of my parents and losing motivation and this, that, and the other. It's like now I want to take a different direction. Something that I've been wanting to do for like literally two years now is like go purely educational. Like just start dropping a shitload of educational material. That's the world that I'm in now. I'm fully immersed in like as intricate of the thought processes as it can go within nursing, um, dealing with the critically ill patient. So uh, I'm already going to be in the educational realm. I want to start just fully go all in. That's cool, man. Making educational content. It's the stuff that's led to great opportunities also on my channel. Uh, yeah, that's that been the big, your the biggest scenes. videos. And um, with the future of this company that you and I have spoke about, they're changing up here this year. Uh, just going to lead to better opportunities down the road. Hey, when are we going to start that Stop the Ship LLC? Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna. We could. I started an LLC. I talked about that, didn't I? Yeah. Just a couple of years ago. I haven't done anything with it. But nonetheless, it's an interesting process. 
Yeah, it's going to be real interesting, like, where things go these next couple of years. Yeah. I'm real excited, bro. It's going to be a lot, man. It's like me and you were talking before the podcast, like, you know, we couldn't have drew, drew it out, like, this good. Like, uh, true. you know, uh, like, we're down here doing something that, uh, you know, is so much fun right. doing, like, this podcast. Uh, you know, we got the ladies, Lil B downstairs, like, hanging out, mm -hmm. having a good time, um, you know, getting together, doing, like, some family shit, yep. like, hanging out. It's really cool, man. I know. It's uh, special. It's This is something that we'll cherish down the road, man. Fuck yeah. Now we just got to get you to the doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next step, people. That's funny. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm thinking about reaching out to uh, to this college to like fund your education and everything in okay. exchange for some social media shit. I know a couple of people who've done it already. Really? And you come out on the other end with a master's degree, and I think it can be done in a year. I might reach out to them see if I can do that. And uh, that's really interesting. And that would like be real big on the resume for me trying to get into anesthesia school. Fuck like, yeah. To, not only the following that I've been able to cultivate and then also the educational space that I will continue to grow like I'm yeah. talking about. But if I were able to like also put on my resume that I had my master's funded by this university and Fuck yeah, bro. and it'd be a master's in nursing education. <laughs> That's what it would be. Yeah. It's like how good would that look? You know, something I've always admired about you is like uh, just like everybody, you go through the waves mm -hmm. of motivation and laps in motivation and stuff. But whenever you put your mind to something – like, you know, you're like a shark. Yeah. You know, like extremely focused. And Gotta uh, be. that's always something that I've like looked up to you for and I appreciate uh, use that as motivation. It's interesting, though, because it's like it, it's for me, it doesn't feel like anything special that I'm doing. It feels like that is what's required. Yeah. Like if I even want to obtain something that's so lofty of a goal, like I have to understand that sacrifices have to be made. And this is all that I have to focus on. Where do you think that discipline comes from? Well, like I keep going back to, I think it just can't, the di well, I think it all just started with that thing, like I keep saying, my father told me, like, be the best, be the best at whatever you do, the thing that he told me. I think that was the source of inspiration for everything. And so, like, if somebody tells you be the best at whatever the fuck you're doing, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, even the smallest of tasks, like driving, keeping it in between the lines, um, that's going to just in and of itself give you the motivation necessary to do whatever it takes to achieve the task. So yeah. I feel like if, if uh, my lofty goal is to go to anesthesia school, then, um, you know, it just, it's kind of synonymous with the, be the best thing. That is what I have to do. I have yeah. to do whatever is required. So I don't know. I think that's where it came from. No. Yeah. That makes sense. You think, um, like sports and football gave you some structure and, and Oh yeah. It's all your discipline oh, and for shit. Sure. Dude. They, I just saw a couple of things, uh, where Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher were inducted into, or were like announced and given their recognition that they were going to be in the NFL hall of fame. Yeah. And, um, Jimmy Johnson or no, 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 maybe it was Bill Cowher. Like somebody said something along the lines of the, the virtues and values that, these kind of team sports uh, instill in young men and women. I think it's so important. It's crazy. Yeah, so I've I've gained great benefit from playing football. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah, and surely that's the same kind of thing. Like you have an objective. The objective is to win. The objective is to be the best. Yeah, exactly. Same same deal. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I think uh, like when I have a kid, uh, getting them involved in some kind of sport, as long as you know they like it, is real important. Because um, I learned a lot from organized sports and just the fact of uh, discipline and camaraderie and mm-hmm. uh, working together Teamwork. for one common goal. Yeah. Oh, um, right. You know, it's so powerful. The values that set you up in life and that's and that's like the basis of it i think like that's you know high school sports are important but like not like extremely important i think it's more of like you know teaching these these things i think that's why it's implemented i just had a thought man and it made me think so you're talking about being introspective right and thinking about like the genesis or the origin of why you are the way you are in certain aspects and i was thinking about uh football and playing in the team sport and kind of a thought came in my mind, like, where did this aspect of my character come from where I kind of um, want to assume a leadership role? I want to be a leader in some sort or mentor to others in some fashion. And I thought about a time whenever I was like a sophomore uh, in, in our locker room uh, before a football game. And there was like one person who, and I think this was when I moved up, this was like playoff time. And the guy who um, would always, it was like the same guy who would always do the uh, prayer before the uh, game. Yeah. He wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I can't remember. But I I just like took it upon myself and I wanted to say the team prayer. And like it was choppy and like I was nervous and this, that, and the other. But I just had it within me. Like I wanted to do that. Yeah. And I did it and like everybody, you know, appreciated it or whatever, but. It just made me think like that's a that's kind of a leadership characteristic 100%. and I don't understand why I wanted to do it, but there's consistency within my history that this has been there. And, and so where's like, the origination of that? You gotta keep thinking. It's interesting. Because it's an important quality. It's one that's really helped propel me to success in life. And um, those moments are the building blocks to cause you weren't that full leader as a sophomore or anything like that. Like, right. but those moments of like, should I do it? Should I not? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you did it. Right. Those are the building blocks to who you are today. Yeah. True. You know? Um, so yeah, keep, keep going on that. It's interesting. Fuck yeah, bro. I don't know. And I challenge, you know, anybody listening right now to start to do the same thing. It'll only help. Yeah. You only take benefit from it. Understand, understand who you are, why you are, and then shake hands. What is it? Shake hands with yourself. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Delia. Delia, bro. Yeah. So I'm in a much better headspace entering into this new year. And I'm excited to see what uh what 2020 brings, man. I'm moving onward and upward. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd love it if you were alone around with me. It's always a pleasure being with you and being with you. Guys, until next episode, go fuck yourselves. Peace.